Welcome to Other You, a podcast where we discuss a decision in our lives that may or may not have had a long-lasting impact. We unpack some of the factors behind it and then explore in short story form what the other version of ourselves might have experienced around that time or shortly thereafter. I'm your host, Dee. Let's see where this story takes us. One, two, three. All right, and welcome to the show. I'm Danny Moreno. Call me D. Uh, today on Other You, I have Bill Miller. This episode is called Other Bill. Say hi, Bill. Hello. Hi. So good to have him. I've known him for over 10 years now. We met, man, close to like 14 at this point. We met on set. I think so. Yeah. On set of Snatching Defeat from the Jaws of Victory, a a project done by um, Visual Edge was the name of the production company. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so we've uh, kept in contact ever since. Uh, Today, what you're going to... What you're going to hear is, as the intro suggested, uh, we're going to chat a bit. Uh, We're going to find a decision that Bill made in his life where he saw some uh, long-lasting effects. Um, We'll unpack that a little bit. Uh, We'll take a a quick break. When we come back, uh, I will read a short story that I wrote um, inspired by our conversation, and then we'll chat about it when it's all said and done. Cool, me? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Welcome. So glad to have you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> oh, of course, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's what. So glad to. How have you? How have you been as of late? How has life been treating you lately? Life's been good, man. Life's been good. I mean, it's it's been I'm sure crazy for everybody in a way uh, with the uh, pandemic and, and whatnot. But uh, you know, we're hanging in there and uh, you know doing doing what we got to do. Um, working from home and okay. all that good stuff, uh, like good. a lot of people. Um, you know, so lucky enough to be able to do that. Uh, and just, uh, free time is, you know, doing work around the house and playing with uh, my daughter mostly. So, uh, that's, it's fun. She's running around now. She's a one-year-old. So, uh, yeah, chasing a one-year-old around the house will, uh, it'll, it'll get your cardio going and it'll, it'll get you, it'll, yeah, it forces you to, you know, have those quick reflexes that you didn't think you'd need anymore. So it's pretty great. Good, good. That that reminds me. There was, there was like this um, indie developer game that was created a whole bunch of years ago, that was essentially a dad chasing around their baby, and the baby was just like doing baby stuff, but like dangerous baby stuff. So, <laughs> like there was this one clip that I saw where, and so it's it's a person playing against another person. So the baby was controlled by a human and the baby ran and grabbed a fork and ran into the wall and tried to stick it in an outlet, but dropped it. And the dad went over and picked up the fork and the baby ran and jumped into the oven, the open oven. It's like (laughs) the baby desperately trying to hurt itself. And the dad is just screaming trying to save it. So I just assume that's just real life for everyone with a child that learns how to walk. You're like, oh, I'm going to just do everything that can hurt me. I'm going to climb on this, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's it's not it's not too far off. The video game's not too far off. <laughs> so, yeah, they uh, they will they, they will wander uh, anywhere they, they can possibly and try to open and grab and take anything they can. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you have to... You have to keep your head on a swivel and uh, be be ever vigilant, yeah. with, <laughs> or just you know childproof everything and, and put yeah. foam everywhere and don't worry about it. You know that that's, that's another solution. Yeah. So, either way. So uh, 
is she still in the age where she's putting literally everything in her mouth? Or has just, that... just about. She's, you know, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got to... She, she's curious about everything and how everything gotcha. tastes. She's a good eater, which is great. But uh, sometimes, yeah, there are things you just you don't want her to eat. Uh, and she finds things. I mean, literally, after we could vacuum and mop twice over, right? And she'll still like she finds, but where did you get that? You know, it's a piece of plastic or something that we yeah. somehow missed. And she finds it and we're like, what? What? You know, she's like, no, don't eat that. That's yeah, funny. right, right. You're, yeah, you guys so are being diligent, cleaning everything, and she's like, watching this one little speck. They're going to miss still, it. Still, still going to find something. It's yeah, it's incredible how they do that. So, oh, man. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Right on. Cool beans. All right, so let's get right to it, then. Okay. Bill, will you tell me, what was your decision? Uh, the decision I made was, um, oh, gosh, this was in... I want to say 2006, 2007, right around there, something okay. like that. So for right right around the time we met, so maybe maybe about 14 years ago, which I cannot believe it's been that long. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, crazy. But, uh, yeah, so right around, right before then, it's before we met, um, okay. I quit my job. I had, a, I had a job. I was delivering medical equipment. Uh, to people who needed it, um, mm. and mostly oxygen, things like that. Okay. Uh, so, you know, great job, um, was earning, uh, you know, good amount of money at that time I was working to save up to move out, uh, of my house. I was living, um, parents' house at the time, living at home. Right. So working to, uh, you know, uh, do that and, and some other things. And, uh, there was, it was going very well. Um, and you know, like I said, great job helping people out by delivering them medical equipment. Although sometimes it was pretty crazy. I'd walk into houses and somebody would literally have, uh, you know, the oxygen hooked up to their nose and a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and even though there's probably a small chance that anything bad would happen, I, it's still a chance, you know? And I'm like, I, uh, yeah, please put that out before I hook up your oxygen. And, you know, then when I leave, you can blow up your living room. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you know, an interesting job to say the least, but, uh, all those good things said, I wasn't happy because unfortunately that job, the schedule was such that it was taking away from, uh, my passion, really what I really wanted to do okay. and, you know, still want to do and, and am doing, uh, to a certain extent, which is, um, you know, acting, whether it's theater or film and just, mm. you know, creating, uh, things of that nature. So I, I, at the time, I was mostly focused on acting. Uh, now I do a, a couple other different things. But um, at the time, I wasn't happy, and I knew that I needed to be doing that. And this job, unfortunately, was causing me to, you know, be late to or even miss uh, rehearsals uh, and auditions and things like that. And I really wanted to be doing those things, and I wasn't happy. And I was in my early 20s, and I figured, you know what? Um, if I'm ever going to do the whole starving artist cliche, right. uh, now would be a good time to at least try that out, see what that's like, right? Hmm. And so I 
quit uh, without having a backup plan or job, which is a big no-no. You're not supposed to do that. Right. So it was kind of terrifying, right. but I had to do it. I had to do it like a Band-Aid, I, I felt at the time. And I had to, you know, kind of put my foot down and, and just make it happen. I had to go out there and, you know, make myself available to the things I wanted to really do. And, um, and I was able to do that. And I, I don't regret that decision as hard as that was to make. I, the funny thing is I wound up getting three part-time jobs after that. Oh. And so I wound up working harder than I ever have before, but the three jobs combined somehow that they, they had more of a flexible schedule. Right. So I was actually able to work and also, yes, uh, get to rehearsals and go to auditions and be in shows and do all those things that I had wanted to do. So I was going nonstop. But like I said, in my early 20s, that's that's when you're supposed to be. Right. <laughs> stop you know, doing all that stuff, funny, I think. It's funny you mentioned that the, the idea of quitting without a backup plan, you know, that's yeah. what you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. There's a comedian. Uh, his name is Jeff Garland. Are you familiar with him? I am. Yeah. So he has this great yes. quote that I, I heard. He was being interviewed about, you know, how he decided to go about making it and such. And mm-hmm. uh, his firm view is you should not have a backup plan. You should not have, you know, like a, something to fall back on because if, if you do, then you will. And yeah. I don't know, yeah, I don't know safety where exactly that. Yeah. I stand on that mm-hmm. like level of intensity. But I agree that, you know, I feel like as people, we're always going to try and find the easiest solution to our problems, you know. And if our oh, problem see. is man, so. oh, paying rent and stuff, the easiest solution is going to be doing that thing that you know is going to be like a guaranteed pocket filler, you know. Yeah, I think I think it is, you know, I, I understand that mentality as well. Um, I, you know, I think it's <laughs> it's also the... The fact that like I did not give a two weeks notice or anything like that, so I oh, probably really? did that. Yeah, Just I probably did up. that job a little dirty there. Uh, it's really the only time I've I've done that. Um, okay. But like I said, I mean, there were other circumstances where you know, I had I had asked uh, for a slightly different schedule, and they told me that that would happen, and and it didn't. Uh, mm. So, so I kind of you know, all right. Like I said, I was in my twenties, young and dumb. I was like, "Well, they can't do this to me. I'm uh, screw them. I'm I'm out of here." Right. right. So it, it, there was a little bit of that going on as well, uh, which is okay. why I left so abruptly. I think, but um, you know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um. All right. So if that's the decision. Let's get a little background mm-hmm. on that. Um. You said you were living at home. Uh, give me, give me an idea of what home life is like. What, where, where'd you grow up? You have any siblings? Any? That? Yeah, I grew up uh, in, on the south side of Chicago, uh, in a suburb just outside of Chicago called Evergreen Park. Okay. Um, and uh, good childhood, everything like that. It was, everything was fine great growing up uh i did have i have two younger brothers okay. uh, and at the time let's see if i was in 2007 i think they might have been uh they probably just were done graduating high school one of them was in college um 
and the other one was, uh, I believe, about to join the Marines, stuff like that. And the one in college was he was doing ROTC for the Army at the time. So my both my younger brothers were were doing you know military things and you know had their <laughs> it seemed like they had had their stuff together, knew what they wanted to do, and there I was the the oldest one who you know should be showing them what to do. It was like I don't exactly know what i want to do but I, I have an idea you know and uh and you know i guess uh i just had to finally suck it up and make that move i guess i was i was afraid to for a while you know gotcha. um for whatever reason i mean sometimes you just you want that backup plan because it is safer right mm -hmm. so you, you do kind of fall into those safer uh jobs and things like that sometimes but eventually i just had to tell myself no i i'm i'm not happy and i i want to be happy so okay. so uh maybe that means being poor for a bit that's fine i don't know <laughs> Zelda had but yeah man. it's scary to go alone yeah it is it is but uh home life was was great otherwise i think i was just at a point where i just i definitely wanted to move out like everybody yeah, does i think I they all hit that point at some point you know you just you have the feeling like, hey, I probably should get out of my own hair. Let's do, let's get that gotcha. done. So, um, were you seeing anyone at the time? Uh, no, actually, not oh, when okay. I when I when I quit and everything. No, I was uh, thinking between girlfriends at the time. So, In between <laughs> I think so. Yeah, nobody would. Nobody would. Uh, it's a tough ask you know you're living at home you're right. you're oh, uh true. not raking in the dough anymore <laughs> so <laughs> really uh i was i was quite the catch at that time so Sounds yeah like yeah and i don't know i mean i didn't really you know didn't have a lot of time but shortly thereafter um you know at some point i, I eventually had a girlfriend somebody eventually said okay why not yeah. So, right. But then, uh, yeah, like when I first quit, no, no. Okay. And then how long after that did you meet your wife? I mean, you guys have been together for a long time, right? Ten years. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, ten years married for five. Uh, so uh, we uh, met. We we always knew each other. I guess we always knew each other um, from childhood in a way. Uh, she was best friends with my cousin. And so kind of saw her growing up a little bit here and there. Um, but basically, um, we re started uh, reconnecting um, a little bit bef like, you know, end of 2009 going into 2010, somewhere around there, mm -hmm. uh, where we started seeing each other at uh, parties. Um, she, uh, she showed up to, you know, she go out with her friends and uh, I'd see her at the bar I worked at at the time. Okay. Uh, I was bartending was one of the three jobs I had at one point. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, so that's where we uh, kind of reconnected and hung out. And then I guess the rest is uh, history right there. So, yeah, she decided to, uh, to uh, <laughs> say yes to a date and, and there you go. And that was that. I got lucky. Nice. Pardon me? As, and that was that, right? Oh, yeah. And that was that. Right on, man. That's cool. Okay, so um, 
does anything else come to mind from your from at that point of your life? Did you have any hobbies? Um, did you have any other pursuits like side gigs or anything besides acting? Um, not at the time, but when you know, I so right now, currently, I I, I am a co-founder of a independent. Um, production company who we do it's kicker rock is uh, is our name and we do uh sketches short films podcasts so okay. uh we yeah right you'd think i'd be a lot better at this if we actually do podcasts ourselves too right. but uh hey you're what are you gonna do yeah fine. yeah <laughs> so um uh i actually this is funny i hadn't thought of it this way but yeah, I guess that decision led me to that too because I met a few of the guys who would also be co-founders in that group uh, with me. Um, and again, from bartending, that comes back. So that particular job, uh, I uh, met a couple of them. One of the other uh, founders uh, was a bartender at that time too. So kind of like... You know, you, you get to know people in the same industries when you when you work at them, um, and yeah, that's where it started. And from there, you know, Kicker Rock uh, was born, and and ten ten years later, we're still, uh, you know, uh, shooting and um, filming and, and doing all that good stuff and creating stuff to this day. So, uh, feels pretty good. We've had a little bit of a drought due to the uh, uh, pandemic, but we're we're getting back in into form uh, recently. So it's uh, been it's been fun. Um, so did you ever go to this bar to get drinks before you worked there? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay. So this uh, was like, this yeah. was like your spot and you're like, oh man, I come here often enough. Maybe I'll just work here. It kind of was that I started out as a bouncer, believe it or not. Um, Whoa. there, uh, Tough yeah, Tough yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, not at all bouncer material. Uh, I don't know why they hired me, but eventually that led to me getting a bartending gig there. Um, gotcha. so I, yeah, I think I was, you know, I, I think they, they didn't need a bartender at the time. I'm like, well, what else, what else do you have? And they're like, well, mm -hmm. we, we have a bouncer position. I'm like, okay, I'll try that. And, uh, it was fine. It was great. Yeah. I, you know, that was probably the most polite bouncer ever. Right. Oh, could you, could, could you please, that? could you, could you please leave? No, no. Okay. All right. You're right. You sit right. there. You're fine. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but then eventually, you know, that led to bartending. Yeah. The, the, uh, it was, uh, it doesn't exist anymore. The place, it, uh, is a different, uh, bar now, but it oh, used no. to be called, yeah, it used to be called Corrigan's was the name of the place. So Corrigan's. it was a, uh, it was an Irish pub on the South side of Chicago. Go Dang. figure. Corrigan's, yeah. man, they got you, they they did a lot for you. You got a job, <laughs> you met your girl, you met your production company, all at this one place. I guess a lot of it happens there, yeah. But I, oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a job I got. I think it's the first one I got. I started working there shortly after I quit the uh, medical equipment job. So I mean, yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. That's really funny. It all, it all maybe maybe the decision to work there is also. You know, yeah, has to do with it. Who knows? That's, yeah. that's so funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so you said that um, the with Kicker Rock stuff, uh, it, it has slowed down. Have your other acting pursuits also slowed down, or do you feel like? Um, well, so I'll, I'll, some context for that. 
uh, for me, um, I haven't been on an audition, like physically on an, on an audition since February, but I've had quite a few, you know, like, um, self tape auditions that I've submitted since then. So I'm still auditioning, but the, I haven't physically been anywhere. Has, has that, have you had to transition to that, uh, in your pursuits or, I mean, I can't imagine you guys do self tape on stage. No, right. Yeah, no, we're not, uh, none of, none of that. I, I don't think, you know, I'm not, uh, uh, pursuing, uh, pursuing it, uh, as hard, I guess, as I once was, um, in that, in that respect for, for as far as acting and going to auditions and things like that, um, what kick rock has allowed me to do is, you know, more on the production side of things where I, uh, get more into the writing, um, and the producing, um, and the podcasting and all that stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, that's the acting's actually taken more of a backseat, um, in that case. Uh, so, uh, hasn't really affected it that much. Um, I think, yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, something I've been looking to do, uh, with that is, uh, to start getting, um, my stuff out there more, namely, you know, recordings and stuff. I'm looking into, uh, potential voice, uh, work and things like that and how that's going to work. I, yeah, I've gotten really into, um, that type of thing. And, 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 you know, with the podcasting and everything, I kind of want to see where that goes or where I can take that, you know, I'm okay. always looking for something slightly different. So, I mean, that's where, um, I'm at now and, you know, having, having the, the little one and everything, mm. um, you know, it kind of, you know, it, you know, it, it, it changes things a little bit, right. So you have to kind of adjust to that and uh so right right here and now that's that's where i'm looking to go but i do see myself eventually um i'd love to uh, get back into a phase where i have i do go on a live audition again i think that'd be awesome uh so yeah eventually i think i'll work i'll get the itch again and work back uh to that uh but uh, as of right now it's uh not uh not as prioritized so, gotcha okay yeah cool beans how do you but before we like take a break um how do you how do you like the 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 like the production side versus the performative side i you know the the thing that excites me the most because performing i think will always be the uh the my first love right that's that's the drug right whenever you make an audience or group of people whoever laugh or cry or feel something when you can perform in front of people um whether it's on camera or on stage i think is amazing i i love that but the one thing i do love about the production side and behind the scenes is seeing the concepts uh form from an idea all the way to a finished product so We'll be having a brainstorming session, you know, a pitch meeting. We'll, we'll come up with different ideas uh, for sketches or short films, what have you. One idea will hit. Um, uh, if I'm really feeling it, I'll say, hey, I'd like to write that. I'll go actually write a script. We'll bring the script. We'll read through it. We'll say, yeah, okay, we're going to shoot this. And then we shoot it, and then it gets edited, and we're posting. We're posting it the next week. So. You know, th- that that whole process takes a while sometimes, as as you well know, yeah. but seeing it from 
go from uh, a concept, you know, uh, yeah. all the way through uh, is pretty exciting. I love, I love that, you know, it's, it starts out so small and then kind of snowballs into this uh, finished product that you can be proud of. Um, and, and hopefully, hopefully it, it also makes people other than just us laugh. So <laughs> that's the goal at least. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love, I love that side of it. I love the, the, uh, the creative uh, aspect of it. Awesome. All right. At this point in the show, we're going to take a quick break. We'll listen to some music. And when we come back, I'm going to read. I'm going to read a story called Other Bill, and it's going to explore being informed by this conversation, what Bill might have lived or experienced had he not chosen to quit his job for acting. Oh, man. Here we go. I'm excited. Chamber 
Thank you. Snakeskin's up next, store call decoration. Go state champ! All right, welcome back. Um, we're gonna get right into it. This is Other Bill. Oh, here we go. With a whoosh, the sliding door on the large van housing disassembled and unopened boxes of medical equipment slams shut. Other Bill clicks the fob and the van toots a confirmation that the van is locked. Other Bill and his partner, a tall husky man by the name of Evan, make their way into the senior living facility. Evan stands just over six feet tall and as wide as the day is long. His neck extends to the end of his jawline, giving him the appearance of a thumb extending from a palm. Nicknamed Cornbread throughout high school and college, fueled his unrelenting defensive line play. Weak knees took him out of the game he loved, but he found work delivering medical supplies. He and Other Bill make a great team. Both of them are hard workers, but Cornbread is the muscle and Other Bill is the charm. Walking up to the glass, Other Bill rests his weight on his elbow that is planted on the edge of the counter. With unsubtle charm, Other Bill calls out, Oh, hey, Janice, you need me? Us, Cornbread pipes in from a few steps behind him. Other Bill gives him a sharp glance before returning to Janice. Us, you need us? Me? You need me? Janice, popping her gum, smiles sweetly. No, I didn't call you here. I don't need you. But Mr. Mortimer, uh, Mr. Mortimer says you need to fix his bed so he can, so his bedpan can fit snugly underneath it. He'll tell you all about it. Ha! Jerry. You think he spells that with a J or a G? Funny you ask, Evan. It's a G. Funny because you spell Janice with a G? Or are you flirting with me? What? Janice pipes. That's ridiculous. Get out of here. Down the hall. You know where it is. Other Bill peers through squinted eyes at Evan and heads down the hall. Cornbread follows closely, but before he's out of earshot, he hears, it's obviously a J. Before eclipsing the edge of the wall, he looks back and catches a smiling Janice shaking her head at him. Other Bill stops and lets Evan bump into him. Cornbread, being the beefcake he is, easily knocks Other Bill back two steps and to the ground. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I was distracted. She's so cute. I think she likes me. Cornbread reaches down and lifts him up to his feet. Yeah, that's great for you. Great indeed. Let's just hurry this up. I have a show tonight and I don't want to be late again. Cornbread speeds through the city streets, desperately trying to get other Bill to his show on time. The van, now filled with the scent of urine and mothballs, effortlessly carries them down the road. Oh man, Other Bill, I'm so sorry about before. I swear, I wasn't at all trying to knock that bedpan onto you. Really? Look, Other Bill pipes in. Can we just not talk about this? I can change when I get there, but I, I might still smell like pee. Thanks a lot. Arriving at the theater, Other Bill hides behind the curtain. Watching people trying to find the smell, it has filled the small auditorium. It was faint at first, but as Other Bill worked up a sweat, the smell of his sweat mingled with the scent of 77-year-old man's pee releasing an egregious assault on the sentence. While I enjoy an olfactory experience as much as the next guy, can you tell me why you stink so badly? inquired Gary, the stage manager. Gary, who wore stress on his face like a tattoo, looked particularly drawn upon today. A stout man with bitten-down fingernails, he smelled like dollar store cologne and pasta if you got too close. Luckily, he passionately enjoys his personal space, so only on the rarest occasions do you get do people get to enjoy that. He only wears mismatched socks and prefers V-neck t-shirts to tank top tees. You might never know that because he only wears high-collar long-sleeve sweatshirts. Uh, old man pee. Corn cornbread spilled some on me. Wait, no, don't don't tell me. I don't want to know. It was a work thing. It's fine. It won't happen again. Huh? 
Now I want to know less, but I agree. It won't happen again, asserts Gary. The finality of that statement stayed with Other Bill. He jumped on the Metra and headed home. He kept replaying those words, I agree, it won't. What did he mean by that? Did he get fired from the show? Was he posturing? Not, all, not at all realizing he was on a train, he instinctively pulled a cigarette from his pocket and went to light it. Hey, what are you doing, called a woman sitting across from him. Snapping out of his trance, Other Bill looks up, trying to find the voice. There was no one looking his way. He yanked the cigarette out of his mouth, placed it back in the box, and tucked that back into his pocket. He scanned the room over and over, hoping to at least apologize for something, not that he did, but that he was about to do. And then for something he did, lose sight of where he was. Some time passes, another bull pulls up and opens the double doors at his job, looks for the key to his van and the cubby where they are usually kept, but the cubby is empty. He scours the shelf, lifting the four other cubbies, flipping them upside down and tearing apart the shelf. He smacks his pockets front and back, slapping his butt a few times extra. Other Bill has been doing squats lately and feels like his hard work has paid off. From the office down the hall, he hears Cornbread call out, Other Billy, they're over here. The keys, I, I have them. Other Bill exhales a sigh of relief that loosens the tension building in his back and neck. Why'd you take them, Cornbread? Come on over here and I'll tell you. Other Bill makes his way down to the office. When he turns left into the doorway, confetti is thrown into his eyeballs. Congratulations! Cornbread and their boss, Erica, shout in excitement. Erica happily exclaims, You've been promoted! Exciting, right? You don't have to drive anymore. Now you get to manage the drivers. Your schedule is 7 to 7, Monday to Thursday. Promoted? inquires Bill. Other Bill? Why? Shut up, Other Bill. Just accept the job. Janice with a G felt bad about Mr. Mortimer and called in to say how invaluable we are. She went all the way up to the top. Erica even got a promotion for doing such a good job with hiring you. Oh. Well, I guess I guess I can accept the job. What are the chances I'll be able to get out early on occasion? I have rehearsals on Wednesdays sometimes. I'd, I'd like to stay in the shows I'm in. Am I hearing you correctly? You're being offered the best schedule there is. A bump in pay. Oh, did I not say there was a bump in pay? There's a bump in pay. And you get to work out of the office. You're accepting. Or you're fired. I don't want to have stupid employees. I already have cornbread. I don't need gravy, too. No offense, cornbread. Other Bill and Evan both look at one another in disbelief. Gravy? You think I'm gravy? Cornbread pipes. I'm not stupid. I may look like I've been bailing hay my whole life, and that's all I'm good for, but it's not... But it's only partly true. I have been bailing hay all my life, but that's not all I'm good for. Working with bedpans isn't what you're good for. I think mean, I'll take the job so I don't ever have to deal with that again. And, and pie. I'm pie. Sweet, delicious, Other Bill suggests. Flaky, cornbread interjects. Shut up. Some time later, tick-tock, 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 screams the clock on the wall. 6.59 and a thousand seconds. Other Bill's knee bounces in anticipation. He lowered the ringer on his desk phone so no one in the office could hear it if it rings. An automated service automatically routes calls at 7 p.m. Just a few more seconds, Other Bill thinks out loud. Until what? inquires Erica, who pokes her head into Other Bill's office. I have an audition. They agreed to let me come late. How is it still not 7? The tick-tock of the clock rings out. The second hand is permanently stuck at the 6 o'clock position, but the mechanism clicks with every second nevertheless. An audition? For what? Can I go? Yes, an audition. For a play. And no, you cannot go. Other Bill continues to slowly die as the seconds steadily tick away. Tick-tock. 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 Well, fine, but you can't leave before seven. I mean, it's just a few more seconds, right? 
a heartbeat later. Other Bill leans over his mostly empty glass of Irish whiskey. The lights will come up soon. The bell is almost rung. The sounds of partially drunk late-night encounters in the making fill the ears of everyone sitting in silence at the bar. The smell of cheap beer and rail spirits waft upward from the bar top, the floor around everyone and some of the clothes of the sloppier drinkers finishing their last before the bar shuts down. A voice softly reassures, Oh man, everything's going to be okay. Or are you a little drunky? Drunky? No, I'm, I'm fine. Well, I'm not, I'm not fine, but I'm fine. Looking up, other, other Bill blurts, You're fine. Hi. Wait, I don't know you, do I? Monday, she asks. Tuesday? What game are we playing? No, I just, I just ask you to repeat yourself, but I think I'm okay. The woman, with what was a warm and calming look on her face, instead now has contempt. She grabs a clutch and tucks it under her arm, stepping away. Huh, how do I know her? Whatever. He throws back the last drops of his whiskey, nods at the bar staff, patiently waiting for everyone to clear out, and heads home. Another day in paradise. The end. Oh... <laughs> You're gonna leave us there. Uh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's where it ends. I just met my wife, and you're gonna leave us there. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You you could tell that was her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Monday. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you remember because you know. Yeah, she's uh, yes yeah, says that a lot, and I say the stupid mm-hmm. joke. Tuesday, I do that. All the time, so that's Do you? yeah. It's really funny. It's that's that's like uh, that's spot on, and I, right it sounds on. like other Bill might have blown it though. Oh no, <laughs> maybe he maybe might not. have. Maybe not. But I love that. I was like, oh, well, that was awesome, man. That was very exciting. Right on, right on. Good, good. Happy ending. So, right? can... I still meet her. I still meet her anyway. So that's that's good. Yeah, I you, like that. You do meet her. I yeah, like I figured, I mean, if this place was kind of, it sounds like this place was kind of like an epicenter for you in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- you would go get drinks there and then you started working there, you know, and then other things happened <laughs> from that spot. So yeah, I hadn't thought I of it that like, way. Um, but you're, you're right. I mean, in, in a lot of ways it's, uh, yeah, it was the place to be for a while. Now it makes me more sad mm-hmm. that it is no longer there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, right. so hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, but that's that was yeah. great, man. That's some excellent uh, descriptive language you used there, man. I loved it. Oh, thanks. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you dug it. I'm glad you dug it. Yeah. So, tell me, can you, in in hearing this story about other Bill and his adventures, uh-huh. um, can you find um, any of yourself? And I'm I'm glad I was able to to guess that correctly with the Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. But, um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But can you can you can you see similarities between like yourself and other Bill? And what do you think those might be? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that uh, uh, you know the uh, uh, <laughs> the way he acts. I think with with cornbread is is pretty funny. He's got that like buddy yeah. buddy. George and yeah. Lenny relationship almost, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have a my, my my buddy Tony. I think I'm just going to call him Cornbread from now on. He's a big big guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. No. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think the um, you know what what struck home with me was the um, 
you know, I really felt like when he was accepting the job or not at that moment when he's getting promoted. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like this, you know, somebody else telling him, well, of course you're accepting. What are you doing? Like, this is, this is great. And yeah, you know, I, I sensed that maybe other bill was, was hesitant to accept it, but he, Mm -hmm. he still did, you know? And I think it was, is that kind of thing where it was, you know, what what I can relate to is if it was a promotion situation and somebody was telling me that, like, no, you have to do this. We need you in this position. Like, I, I might have, you know, in that case been like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, you don't want to let anybody down, I think. And I think that is yeah. that that is something that speaks to me a lot. I have that. I have that a lot. I don't like yeah. doing that. I mean, you know, for better or for worse, sometimes it can be um, a hindrance. Uh, you know, uh, but some, but yeah. most of the times it's, it's a good thing. You want to do, you know, what you feel is right. You want to do a good job and everything. But uh, mm-hmm. sometimes the the um, tip on your shoulder of I can't let everybody down. When you try to please everybody, you end up pleasing nobody type thing, right? right. I think that can yeah. be a hindrance. So I definitely relate to that part of it. That's how I, you know, read it anyway, uh, that particular scene. Mm-hmm. Um and uh then uh <laughs> you know the the whole um what did he mean by that thing when when the stage manager is is telling him like yeah yeah it won't happen again you're right and then you know he doesn't think mm-hmm. about it until later when he's on the train like what did he mean by that right. you know that that i've done that so many times like you know you, you yeah. overthink things or maybe maybe you know maybe you're spot on but you know sometimes you know didn't didn't click right away um, but I, yeah. I think you know that that's very much me. Where it would, it would almost be in my head the entire commute home. Then you know, I, I right. probably wouldn't let something like that go. Trying to figure out what he meant, you know, by that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I feel like, uh, you know, I I think uh, other bills uh, pr- pretty pretty close to to uh to this bill i I think he acted in a similar way if he didn't quit that's probably how it would have gone yeah it it makes sense to me so i wish i would have had a a cornbread that that worked with me it was a lot of it was in reality it was me by myself and those oxygen things were and beds were pretty heavy oh yeah 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 they got heavy so uh i I like your method better i think i need a cornbread i just assumed it would be two of you i i worked um, most of the time like overnights yeah Wow, really? It was, yeah. No kidding. Huh. Yeah, I worked uh, overnights as a like an in-home uh, healthcare person for someone with Parkinson's, and he had like a, a, a chair that he spent most of his time in, but he had this bed that was like a, a hospital bed, mm-hmm. and it was like super heavy. And what's funny is like there was like because I stayed there overnights, there was one time I had a really early audition, and I just went from his house to the audition. Uh, but I took a nap in that hospital bed. And so, like, moving around, it was, like, sturdy. So I imagine in my head when people brought it in, I was like, oh, there's at least three people that brought this in and installed it. But if you're telling me it's just one most of the time, dang. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then uh, I love it. And then at the end, um, me not picking up what she's throwing down is is uh, so very typical bill i think that's uh, yeah. yeah that's 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 not a stretch by <laughs> anyone's imagination that definitely still happens so you know wow. yeah but she you know 
she wound up she wound up <laughs> marrying me so i guess it worked out <laughs> in my, worked out in my favor but yeah yeah sometimes i wonder sometimes i wonder how how did that happen i'm so right. oblivious sometimes yeah. what the heck you know yeah so what are you gonna That's do so funny yeah right. yeah right good stuff man i loved it i really loved it it was very right very on. interesting good i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you dug it i like i i'm, I'm hoping to you know eat use the information I have on people to just try and connect with them while also writing something fun. Uh, I think of all the ones that I've done so far and even the ones that I'm still working on, I think this one is probably the, the most lighthearted. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You go darker with some yeah. of them, huh? <laughs> some of them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Go pretty dark. Okay. And to be honest, I don't, I don't really, I don't really set out for that. It just kind of what kind of happens. Yeah. It just goes know? that I way. Just, I, yeah, but I, I feel like because I know, man, the times that we would be on set, just like cracking jokes oh, back and forth. Yeah, I think that kind of helped me paint a picture of what other Bill might be up to then. Because <laughs> I mean, I remember you know us just making silly Ooh, all the time. We so. uh, in between takes, we'd have uh, we'd have some good times there, D. I mean, you know, agreed. Yeah, it, agreed. absolutely. <laughs> I, I miss those, but maybe, maybe someday down the road we'll be able to do it again. You know, cool. Beans. Or I'll just I have mean. to get you uh, uh, on on my podcast, and we'll we'll do that. We'll do that. Awesome. All right. I'm into that. I'm into that. Beautiful. All right. So before we go, uh, Bill, um, where can we find you on social media? What are you up to? And Feel free to plug uh, Kicker Rock as well. Cool. Well, that's uh, about that's about that's about the extent of my social media. I'm not a big social media guy, so I don't have any ads or anything. Uh, But uh, uh, Kicker Rock is uh, you can find us. Of course, you can just look up Kicker Rock on Facebook if you'd like. We have a Facebook page. We have Watch uh, Kicker Rock uh, uh, on uh, YouTube. Uh, So. So if you go to YouTube and then just watch Kicker Rock, you can find some of our videos there. You can find uh, videos, whether it be sketches, short films, blogs, uh, podcasts, uh, even some Kicker Rock swag uh, at uh, www.kickerrock.com. Uh, so that's our main Ooh. website. We actually just revamped it. Um, oh, cool. And I say we, but uh, my buddy Sergio, who's uh, also a member, uh, he, he, he did it. He's, uh, he's, a, he, he, he's, <laughs> he did a whiz, he's a whiz at that stuff. So we, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> revamped our, our website. So it's uh, pretty good. It's mobile, more mobile friendly now. Uh, so, oh, that's cool. yeah, check it out uh, if you can. Watch some sketches, videos, leave a, a like or comment, subscribe to the podcast. If you, if you like what you hear, the podcast is called Two Drink Minimum. Um, so, uh, we, we, uh, just like to get together and talk shop about anything and everything. Um, mostly movies though and stuff like that. So okay. yeah, it's a lot of fun, but that's where you can find what I'm working on recently. Awesome. Great. Thanks again, Bill, real, actual Bill for being here. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Real D. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what. It's my pleasure. All man. Right, it's so, so much fun. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I'm so glad. I'm so glad this has been other bills episode of the other you series. Um, please come back next week for another episode. It's a good time. All right. Bye-bye.